All right, New Year's Revolution. Yes. No, this is this is so stupid. Um, so many of you may notice I I am just starting the podcast with video. Um, actually, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it is. So uh, this is really great. Uh, Zoom, the new technology, makes it so that even a schmuck like me can uh, can get onto the internet. So we will be talking about a lot today. Oh my goodness, a lot's happened. Everybody, everybody was watching. Um, Republicans stormed the Capitol. <clears throat> and now, that this is just fodder for people like me because I watch the media be ridiculously biased. And here it is, folks. Here it is. Uh, the moment we've all been waiting for. So, let's get into it. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the Home Politicast. So we are going to look at everything that happened at the Capitol on uh, Wednesday. What did happen, what didn't happen. Um, I usually try and reserve judgment. Um, I'm going to reveal a little of how I had to go through this because I found some biases, um, some some assumptions that I had been making that were wildly wrong. I assumed that this wouldn't happen. If you had asked me two days ago, will or if you have asked me three days ago, uh, will there be violence at the Trump protest? I would have said, no, absolutely not. It's it's only the left that engages in violence. Um, my my thinking on that was wrong, and I'll, I'll I'll walk you guys through it so that you guys can find wrong thinking for yourself, you know, in your own brain, um, because it, it's all there. It's always there. Um, I I also immediately started uh, retconning my own memory, um, started trying to convince myself that. I wasn't actually surprised that uh, Republicans had done this because really, really, I shouldn't be surprised. Uh, my own naivete um, is what did it, but uh, I'll get into that later. First, I want to call out the media, um, especially Malachi Barrett. I wanted to put this at the beginning of the show so that he didn't have to watch the whole thing, um, but he could he could listen to it if he wanted to. So. Um, this is my this is a dry run of uh, of this this uh, article that Malachi Barrett post or posted. So he he is pretty high up in M Live. Um, I feel like he should be parading the news accurately. He should be giving us you know both sides. Um, and and this is a real Republican talking point that has been going around a right wing talking point um, of why this happened. All right and. Everybody knows that when you say why a thing happens, that is your opinion based on the uh, the evidence that has come up. So we look at all of the things that have come before it, that have happened around it, and then we conclude, all right, it looks like this had a lot to do with it, or this did not have a lot to do with it. All right, it is always opinion. There is no fact when you're talking about what, what brought this about, but I think I have a better case than Malachi Barrett, and I'm going to make it. So Malachi Barrett or uh, Garrett Ellison, rather, uh, a writer for I'm Live, um, reposted by Malachi Barrett. So I assume that you're agreeing with me. If not, I feel welcome to correct me. Um, echoes of an armed state house occupation and foil plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer were reverberating at the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday, where experts see parallels between the actions of far-right groups in Michigan and the U.S. Capitol invasion by an army of mobbed by an armed mob of Trump supporters and anti-government radicals. 
Can you say dress rehearsal? Asked Jeffrey Schwartz, who teaches criminal law at Western Michigan University's Thomas M. Cooley Law School. Um, which, which, eh, you know, and I won't get into these ridiculous college professors, but these things don't happen in a vacuum, he says. Yeah, I agree. I agree they don't happen in a vacuum. But uh, your argument is pretty vacuous, so I'm, I'm going to fill it out a little bit for you. Um, Mr. College Professor, you should be able to think for yourself, idiot. Um, okay. Swartz and others, including Governor Whitmer, see the events in Michigan last year as foreshadowing, in retrospect, the actions in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday, January 6th, when a crowd fueled by unproven claims of election fraud from President Donald Trump stormed the Capitol building in an insurrection that resulted in the death of five people. A lot of problems there. Um... They're <laughs> these people. They continually say unproven claims of election fraud. You taped up windows in Detroit. You sent people home in Georgia. And and the fact checkers can say, oh no, they didn't send people home. Uh, we have media reports saying that somebody said that they were done counting. Everybody go home. So th th I'm not buying that. Okay, reputable media reports of the incident. Uh, I believe the uh, Associated Press came out with it, like when they said it, right? So, you, so you can't retcon history and just say they were they were not there, um, Mr. Lead Stories. Uh, so, I forget his name right now. Uh, it'll come to me. Um, but ridiculous, ridiculous, and and those should be in here. Those, those reasons should be in here. If you're going to say that these claims um, or that these things are what fueled the Trump support, I don't think they are, but we'll see. So the sea of people, some armed with handguns and wearing tactical gear, such as vests and helmets, as they broke into the halls of Congress uh, while lawmakers were in the process of certifying the election for president-elect Joe Biden, was reminiscent to so many of the armed protesters who swarmed through the Michigan Capitol on April 30th, 2020. Um, Nope. Nope. Not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. Uh, one was acting lawfully. Uh, we had every right to be there. We had every right to be on. We did not go anywhere we were not supposed to. Uh, the people that did were... No, no. Nobody, nobody even tried. There was like one guy that was escorted away. So these people... Oh my gosh. I'm so sick of it, Malachi. Mr. Barrett, I was there. I was there. Okay? There was nobody... There was nobody threatening Gretchen Whitmer. The one guy with the, the little dummy hanging was being yelled at, mostly by the Republicans that were out there. I was there. You cannot lie to me. Okay? So, Malachi Barrett, get your stuff straight. You're the media. You're supposed to be informing us, not manipulating us with your stupid narratives. Okay? I'm getting a little frustrated with it. This is why the Trump supporters did it. Okay? I'll get into that more. So, it, it, it continues on. The months later, the very people that stormed our capital with long guns and automatic rifles meant to intimidate lawmakers, which is what happened last night in our nation's capital. Some of those very people were implicated in the plot to kidnap and kill me, Whitmer said. Some of those very people were implicated. Really? Which ones? Name them. Name them, Miss Whitmer. Because I was under the impression that everybody that was, that was included in the plot to kidnap you was awaiting trial or was awaiting sentencing 
uh, like, what the heck are you talking about? Are you serious? You're you're an elected official, and you're lying, and the media is lying, and the media is not fact checking, and the media is not asking her what, what what are the names. Well, I'll be getting in contact with her office. I won't get a response. I guarantee you, I won't get a response. But you know, I'll try and do it. Um, but th this is just ridiculous. Ugh. Debunked conspiracy claims about mail-in ballots, elite pedophile rings. Um, no, this is not what mainstream Republicans are talking about. Like, this isn't even what most of the people at the demonstration, again, over 8 million, over 6 million, we're supposed to be there. Sorry, I misspoke. Over 6 million, we're supposed to be there. And a small minority of them do something stupid, not domestic terrorism. I, like I said, domestic terrorists leave places dead, like over the summer. Um, so it wasn't domestic terrorists. Uh, that that didn't happen at the Capitol. It, at either one. Alright, so. Now I'm going to get into why the attack on the Capitol did happen. Okay. Totally condemn it, as every single other Republican does. Every single person online, the, from, from the... From the from the least influential conservative I know to the greatest. None of them are saying that the attack on the Capitol was okay. But it wasn't domestic terrorism. Um, okay. So people broke in. Um, all the all the electors were, were pushed out, right? They, they left. They, they cleared out. The people took a bunch of pictures and went home. So everybody calling this a coup attempt ridiculous where, where was the person that was uh where was the person responsible for the coup huh you're saying it was trump well in a coup generally the person staging the coup will get rid of the electors and then stand in the electoral or stand in the people's house and say this is the new government and i'm ruling it all right where was it there's no coup so there's no no domestic terrorism no coup what we've got is a bunch of idiots breaking into the Capitol, and doing idiot things. Now, why did it happen? Because of you people. Because of Malachi Barrett. Because you continually misrepresent Republicans all the time. You say that we are crazy, that we are committing acts of domestic terrorism, and then, and then if it weren't bad enough, then you completely ignore real acts of domestic terrorism by established groups. You, you allow Democrat politicians to say, oh, Antifa is just an idea. It's not a real people group with roles and uh, military suits and uh, active uh, chapters. And, oh, no, it's not that thick an idea. <laughs> well, that's, that pisses us off. That really does. Right? It really makes Republicans mad when you will not call left-wing terrorists terrorists. Okay? When, you, when you take an entire city block in Portland, you are a terrorist. When you shake down the businesses down there for money, all of this is reported. All of this has been reported in local papers. Anybody could look at it. I, I went and found the information. Malachi Barrett, you can too. Okay. When, when, when we've got burned out husks of cities all over the United States because of Black Lives Matter, and you sit there and you say that the people that broke into the Capitol building are domestic terrorists, no, I don't accept that. And, and then to go further, okay, so not only are we being called domestic terrorists, but we are being called, give me a second, give me a second, Lose, losing, uh, 
Not only are we being called domestic terrorists, sorry, I almost lost my train of thought. Not only are we being called domestic terrorists, but we are, the entire group is also being castigated as rioters. Where's the mostly peaceful? Huh? You got 200 people, maybe, at the Capitol. At the Capitol building, trying to get in. Maybe. We still don't have an actual uh, good report. It wasn't the entire thing. It wasn't everybody there breaking into the Capitol. Six million people can't fit in the Capitol. So, so when, when, when buildings are burning, cops are being shot and attacked. Children are being killed. We cannot label this entire thing a riot. It's mostly peaceful. But when some jackasses break into the Capitol, kill no one, do nothing, except take some pictures, that's that's a riot in domestic terrorism. This is why you have no credibility with us. Malachi, I know that the media has had uh, has had talks about why they have no credibility with people. Well, this is why. This is why people like me have to exist. If you people would do your job, I wouldn't have to do this. And I really wish I didn't. I really wish I didn't have to go hunting for the news through a bunch of opinion, a bunch of your opinion, trying to convince me that your opinion is fact, all right? So, there's my rant against Malachi Barrett. Feel free to respond. I welcome you on the show. Whenever you want to get together, we can talk about these things. Um, so, there's my shout-out to Malachi Barrett. Uh, I'm watching you. My, my watchers are watching you. Um, so, yeah, shape up or ship out. All right, now that we've gotten a little bit of that out of the way, I want to talk a little bit about the, um, the philosophical implications of this, where I went wrong in my thinking, because three days ago I said this would never happen. Um, so, here is where it gets a little... Like, I, I strongly encourage all my listeners to go back to think about what they posted just three days ago. And if they feel a sense of outrage at themselves, as um, as I did, I, I like, so I was driving home from my fiance's house, right? And um, I was th- starting to think, well, you know what? It's not really surprising that Republicans did this. I'm not really surprised by that. Like, and no, I was. I was actually very surprised by it. Um, I did not think that you could push Republican voters to this extent. Um, but again, as, as the media continues to lie about us and call us rioters and um, throw everybody under the bus for the the uh, actions of a few that actually cause no harm, um, yeah, we have some broken windows, broken doors. Um, the only the only person that, that was killed, well, there there was a police officer shot that's being invo- in, investigated as a homicide. Again, nobody there would have uh, would have uh, encouraged a police shooting except for the one person. So it's not like this thing, you know, a couple people started getting violent and then suddenly violence broke out everywhere. No, these were isolated incidents. That is totally different than what happened in, B- in the BLM riots, but um, at, but. Again, as the media continues to make this false comparison, Republican voters are going to get more and more angry. Um, I like I have trouble 
not being angry um, with everything that's going on. I have trouble with looking at things objectively, not looking at what Republicans are saying, uh, not just making my own opinion um, the fact instead of you know, actually doing my research. I struggle with that. So I know everybody else does. Um, it, it's very common condition to man. We want to be right. We don't want to be wrong. We don't want to be embarrassed, but we have to look at our views and change them. So, um, I don't know why I thought that Republicans would never looking back on it. It's kind of silly. Um, but the, it really comes down to the secularization of the Republican party. Um, yes, they still pray a lot. Um, Yes, they a lot of them go to church, but the the secularization of the Republican Party is synonymous with the secularization of our culture, um, and the Democrat Party. There is no real Christian moral values. There is no, um, there is no the humility of Christ is not there within the Republican Party, um, and nor do I think either party should be strictly you know. A, Christian party, whatever, you know, so the big problem with the habit that I have with it is the production of it. Like if a congressperson is a Christian, fine. Um, pray with your staff, maybe before you go out to a rally, but praying at a rally is totally contrary to what Jesus told of his disciples to do. So the Republican party has the shell of Christianity. It has the it has the values, the hard work, the um, the personal responsibility, because all those things work. When you have a society where people have a sense of self-responsibility, of duty, some would call it, um, that they have a duty to their country, that they have a duty to their um, elected officials to be watching them, that they have a duty to their Congress people to be um, telling them what they want. Um, that they have a duty to be informed when they vote. All of these things um, are Republican values. But we have been overshadowed by materialist capitalism. So the, the prominent idea in the Republican Party is, if it saves a dime, let's do it. Many Republicans are just fine with receiving things from China that have been made by slave labor because it's cheaper than American. That's wrong. Um, and, and that's just one example. But, but you see what I'm saying. As the Republican Party as a whole um, loses their, their actual Christian roots, the things that go along with being a Christian... Um, that are spiritual, right? Not just the practical applications of Christianity, but spiritual ones are, are very quickly evaporating. Um, a lot of Republicans I know are secular. They're either they're Christians by name only, um, or they're flat out secularists. Like, um, they'll, they'll just say, I don't believe there's a God, but I like all these morals. Um, well, that's a, that's, it's going to be a self-defeating 
argument because you can't just say, I don't believe in God, but here are morals. Here are absolute truths to your kids and have them and expect them to believe it. This, that just doesn't happen. They're going to look at you and they're going to say, that seems stupid. Why are you following something you don't believe in? Right? So, um, yeah. I just think as, as America becomes more secular, we're going to start seeing more and more of uh, the right-wing violence just because and I'm not condoning any of it. Any, any right-wing violence, any violence of any stripe should be denounced. But unfortunately, I can't control people. And when you take rational people and you ignore them and you marginalize them and you lie about them to the entire nation, you are lying about 50% of the population. Um, Christians, they handle slander and they handle these things and uh, they would not be, I mean, they would be gathering probably in the capital, but um, these feelings of outrage wouldn't be there. Uh and it would be much more dignified. Um, and that's just not something that I think is going to come back to the Republican Party. I don't know if it's going to come back to the country um, unless we see some tyranny. But there is my theological thoughts for, you know, what happened. Um, that's really it's really the biggest news, news story for the week. So, um so there, yeah, there's my, my repudiation of, uh, Mr. Barrett and my philosophical thoughts on what's going to happen now. Uh, I had other things that I kind of wanted to talk about. It was coronavirus stuff, but I just, I feel like I cannot give a, a every, all of the, all of my coronavirus thinking over the past week has been just totally overshadowed by this. So um, kind of a short show for this week, but, uh, hey, it's video, so that's kind of cool, right? Um, it'll get better, you know, once I get my own studio looking thing, I'm not going to get a real studio, right? I do the show once a week, but, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to keep on doing this because I like it and, uh, it doesn't look too awful as long as I stay still, so... We're going to keep on going with this. Guys, thank you so much. Please like this video. Share it with your friends um, if you did like it. Um, guys, we need more listeners. We need more people that are concerned about this double standard and the ridiculous things that are going on in this country. If we can't find truth, we're going to have chaos. So help me find truth. Like it. Share with your friends. Guys, thanks so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Oh, also, one more thing before I go. Um, I am looking for people to write. If you don't read, don't, you know, if, you, if you're not a reader and a writer, don't bother responding. But I will be, uh, I will be interviewing some people. There's, there's no pay involved. Uh, this is going to be a volunteer basis. So if you're interested in that, please contact me via uh, our email, uh, which is um, straightnewsforyou at gmail.com. That's it. <laughs> Almost forgot it. I haven't been sharing it very often. So. Thank you guys so much again for listening.